Hi, it's Jules OC, Jules double underscore OC on Instagram, Jules Fit OC on Twitter, and Jules OC dot US on the internet. And I'm talking today about, well, it's what I did today. And I get kind of in little jags with exercise, with food, with a lot of things. Are you, I don't know if you're like that, but I tend to get really into something for a couple, three months, and then I just one day quit. And I might go back to it the next year, but I just love the things that I love. Doing, eating, listening to, whatever it might be. So I've been in transition lately and doing some weights at home, going to the gym occasionally, doing um, the gauntlet, the stairs. Okay, that was the shortest segment in the whole world. So the gauntlet machine and um, weights. It's a little bit boring. It's been freezing. It's April has gone by. The kids were sick in February and March. So I'm kind of just finding out what my next thing is. And then May 1st came and cloudy, rainy. And then May 4th, may the 4th be with you. All of a sudden, 75 degrees. Newport Beach is back. OC is back on the map. It's beautiful weather. I wake up early and I'm thinking today's the day I'm going to run the beach. And this was, and I'm, you know, in my head, I've been running the beach like twice a week and I'm in my bikini and my cutoff shorts and I run barefoot and I run a stretch of beach for three miles and then I get stuck at the end of this one point. And then that's the best thing for me to do because there's no turning back. I can't get food. I can't be home. I can't do anything. Food's my main motivator unless I run three miles back. And then if I choose to walk, it's only going to take me longer. And then I get annoyed. So I, it's like beating a dead horse, but it's like wonderful once I'm down there. And it's so beautiful down here. So I um, decided to go running. And the truth of it is, I realized that I haven't run the beach in about nine months. So I'm really gung-ho and I think, somehow I think I'm immortal, you know, I can just do whatever I want. And I can, but there are consequences. And I don't know if someone who was 30 years younger would feel the same as me, but I haven't run the beach for nine or ten months. I was doing a hiking thing last year, so I was hiking the trails over at that same beach. But it was up in the mountains, but it was oceanfront trails. Um, but I wasn't doing the beach thing. So in fact, my beach phase was two years ago. So let's just say I'm feeling that tomorrow I might have a little trouble walking. So I walked down, parked, came out, saw the beautiful scenery and my warm up is just kind of a slow jog and I jog in the dry sand. And of course it's just you know me in the bikini in the beach and it was really empty because it's not yet summer so I started my pace and then I'm thinking okay I have an hour and then I have to drop off a lunch and I have to pick up a child from school so that's another good motivator and that is put um, a pretty close time reference to where you cannot not show up and that'll get it at least gets me going faster because on the way home on the way home From my run, the second half was faster than the first. It was like a barn sour horse. If you've ever owned horses, especially a bad one, where like on the way out on the trail, they're like, you know, they're going along, but when they see the barn, they start sprinting and all of a sudden they're a racehorse. That was me.
when I first started, I was wondering if I would be able to make it without walking halfway because I have a lot of experience with this stretch of beach and it's my favorite beach, but I was just kind of like waiting what's going to happen. And, um, is my knee going to hurt? Is my ankle going to hurt? Am I going to drop dead from being tired? But I'm in pretty good condition from the gauntlet machine. I'll do 45 minutes on that or I'll do an hour of weights, but um, cardiovascular. So surprisingly enough, that was pretty good. And then I don't know if everybody has a beach to run on, but everybody possibly might go on a vacation in which a beach run sounds good or a beach walk at least. And it's something that's kind of kind of fun to do it's a vacation like thing and that's why I like living here and that's why I feel like the higher cost of living is almost worth it because I feel like I don't need to go anywhere anymore I'm just here if I if I need a vacation I go down to that beach or then I go to a trail I've I've traveled this is a pretty good place so beach runs are kind of unique but there's beaches all over the nation we went to Cape Cod once that was a gorgeous beach Martha's Vineyard um, Florida has great beaches Oregon has great beaches so there's beaches everywhere But, um, so I remember being down at the very end and there were tons of people and I decided to look at my watch and I had 40 minutes to get home. It was 1020 and I I was three miles out. So I started like, oh my gosh, I better start running. And I would just run and run and run. And then I stopped a couple times to take drinks and I was starting to get tired. And I did notice that my toe was hurting Um, And I thought, I don't know what that is. Did I break my toe or is it a really big blood? It's a blood blister, like the size of a quarter. And then I thought, okay, is my ankle hurting? I better be careful how I'm running. And um, so, I mean, then beach jogging is one thing, but then beach sprinting is another thing too. So that's using a whole different set of muscles. And, um, And that's probably why I can really feel the muscles intensely right now, especially the ones like behind my knees. There's no joint issues or, um, like problems age related. I think it's just overworked muscles. And so what I'll do is now on a physical level, on a, on like a trainer's level, health fitness level, I'll tell you about briefly about different things to do when you're running in sand, the kind of, um, things to look for and a couple pitfalls to avoid if you're interested because maybe you'll go beach running someday on your vacation or maybe you live by the beach and you want to give it a shot I would it's fabulous I'll tell you what that second half that second leg of the run where I was running and things were starting to hurt and I was thinking don't focus on that pain um, and I was getting tired I was listed, you know, a Britney Spears song was on. I didn't have time to change my songs. I needed to get to the kids and I had to make lunch. I had to get home. I had to do stuff to do. So I was like, keep going, keep going. And it's like Britney Spears. It's not that motivating. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to stop and drink some water now. So I started to like lope to a, to a walk. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom, pow came on by black eyed peas. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, Oh yeah. So then I just started taking off again. So that workout song really helped music totally makes the the workout don't you think um see I wish there was interaction on podcasts because I would like to talk to you like what songs do you like which what's your playlist for running um um that's why social media is kind of fun because you can get instant feedback but sand running so for sand running when you're first starting out if you haven't done it going kind of slow and 
finding your pace that suits your fitness level is a really good idea. Um, if you are down in the wet sand, tennis shoes are fine because they'll add some stability and it might be jarring to your joints if you don't wear them. But you don't want to wear tennis shoes in the dry sand because you can roll your ankle and then really hurt yourself. So don't wear tennis shoes if you're going to do dry sand running. Dry sand running, though, is one of the most grueling but rewarding and wonderful workouts. You're using your, your, your tendons, your joints, your ligaments, big and small, are all going to be worked. They're going to be fatigued faster because you're working them harder. They're going to need to be worked harder because you're in an unstable condition. So your body's going to have to compensate for the lack of stability in the sand, which you're going to find your weak points faster. You're going to either be fatigue, muscle weakness, maybe joint pain, but it's really going to challenge you. So the, some of the uh, trainers who train their clients down at the beach um, will have them do sprints and things like that. But I prefer just to speed up my run or slow it down depending on how I'm feeling if I can make it a six miles who cares because I want to have fun too I don't want to sit there and do like wind sprints and like not even zone out I want to have like a meditative nice time so I don't feel like doing wind sprints and and that stuff if I feel like I feel great I'm going to run fast like I did on the way home to get my kids so it's kind of like I don't know I like making my workouts a great workout a fat burning workout but I'm not going to sacrifice the beauty and my zen time and making it a fun workout it's kind of like counting reps i hate counting reps it's like it's like takes the fun out of it so i tend to like to just go to failure on things and i end up getting a great workout so we established that for soft sand running you're going to work a lot harder than you do on hard surfaces like a boardwalk or a track or a sidewalk or trails because your each step has less energy in it. So that means it's gonna absorb your step and you won't have much to push off of. So when you're running, you're gonna have to have more emphasis on lifting your leg up um, for the next step rather than having a spring in your step. So that creates the, the harder workload and you're definitely probably going to feel it the next day. I think it's a great workout. I think it, I remember in, in my heyday of beach running, I would do, I did it all summer and then up until like um, Thanksgiving when it started coming down from 80 degrees. That was a great, a great stint. And I have so many um, pictures. I did photography sessions down there because I got in great shape. I got really lean. And, um, I did it twice a week, I think, because it, I wanted to give my body time to heal from the run because six miles in dry sand, it's pretty taxing on the body, especially at 48, all 47. So um, I like to give my time, myself time to heal, to hydrate, to eat well and not overdo it, but fully enjoy my time on the beach and enjoy and maximize my workouts no matter what I'm doing. And then in between on my days off, for instance, I did a really hard arm workout about three days ago and the back of my triceps are still sore. So once my arms are not sore... Um, which is maybe going to be tomorrow or the next day. So I'll do arms because I probably will have some leg issues tomorrow. I can just feel it in the back of my knees. My hamstrings are probably kind of shot. And that's that's from um, lifting my leg up. So that was a great day. And I can't Im imagine um, a more beautiful thing to do if you're 
out on a vacation and your gym is open and you could sit on the treadmill or exercise bike, but the beauty of nature and the sunshine, the vitamin D, there's nothing like that. And our light, the light on our retinas is actually uh, a trigger for our master clock, for our bodies to secrete melatonin to make us sleepy and wake up on time. And melatonin is a precursor to serotonin. And that's our feel good um, chemical in our body. So we need more of that. So don't wear the sunglasses out there because we need the direct light on our retinas. So I never wear sunglasses out there. Um, hope that you have a terrific rest of your day. And thanks for listening. Can't wait for you to have a beach run. Bye.